Hey, Taco, the Towners, just a quick note before we start the show. You know, last week, July 24th through August 2nd, was Black Restaurant Week here in Kansas City. And just because it's over, it doesn't mean that Black Restaurant Week is over. You can make every week Black Restaurant Week by continuing to support great Black-owned Kansas City restaurants like the Blue Nile Cafe, Misab, Wings Cafe, Brown Sugar Chicken and Donuts, KC Daiquiri Shop, Jones Barbecue, Smacks Gourmet Food, KC Juke House, Fat Jacks, Happy Apple Cafe, Ruby Jean's Juicery, Quan's Catering, V's Barbecue and Catering, the Peachtree Buffet, Big Mama's Bakery, Fanny's West African Cuisine, Gigi's Vegan and Wellness Cafe, Gates Barbecue, Nisi's, Crab Kings, and LC's Barbecue. So get out there and support the amazing black restaurants we have right here in KC. And now, on to this week's contact-free, socially distanced episode of T3. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until Dr. Anthony Fauci tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we are reviewing another new place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, but most importantly, we'll share some socially distant tacos. Welcome back to Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is South of Summit, Taqueria and Tequila. It's a new taco place in Waldo, right off 75th and Warnell, 516 West 75th Street to be exact, KCMO 64114, right next door to the Summit Grill. South of Summit is the eighth restaurant in the Summit Restaurant Group. South of Summit says, tacos are the answer. It doesn't matter what the question was. Their casa is a place to enjoy gourmet tacos and friends. 
and they have a huge selection of drinks and tequila to wash it all down. Open Sunday to Wednesday, 11 to 9, Thursday to Saturday, 11 to 11. They make their dishes on site and by hand. They invite you to come check out their Trompo for El Pastor. South of Summit also offers house-made churros and fresh guacamole. A little slice of Mexico City right here in Waldo. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. She was born in Phoenix, Arizona. She played Division I soccer in Reno, Nevada, and then she got her first on-air job in North Carolina, where she met her fiancé. Together, they moved to Kansas City in January of this year before everything went to hell. (laughs) And they both work in news. Deja is the traffic anchor for KSHB 41 Action News in the morning and the host of a new segment called One Tank Trips. She loves to play soccer on her co-ed team with her fiancé and also enjoys trying new food in the area as she is still new to the Kansas City region. Welcome to Taco the Town, Deja Jones. Ah, crowd goes wild. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being on the (laughs) show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So I got to know just off the top here, what's your favorite street name in Kansas City to say and your least favorite street name in Kansas City to say? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Is there one that gives gives you trouble? You know, I think it's more of when I'm pronouncing, I always, even if I feel like I know them, I always ask the anchors, is this how you say it? Right. Like if when I first came here, there was, there's still one that gets me every time and I'm, I'm even going to butcher it now. It's like, Chit, Chinooga, Chet, I don't even know how to say it. Chinooga? I don't know. <laughs> It's spelled weird. And every time I'm like, is this Chinamaha? Chinan, it's like it doesn't register in my brain. Um, what about they, Olathe? How long did that take you? Olathe was like off the okay. bat. Right, so cool. Olathe is like my safe word. Like I'm like, <laughs> I love you, Olathe. Because I know that people would think that it's like Olathe or right. Olathe. And yeah. I know that it's Olathe now. So I'm like, okay, let's, if it's as much as you can say Olathe and not Chamanahoxy or whatever the thing is. Tonganoxy? Tonganoxy? No, it's not even Tonganoxy. It's like, there was like a flooded car there the other day. It was on that road. It was like... Changa Mahoxy is a great name for a place. (laughs) I want to move there. Look up the word. I don't know. It was was something terrible. And I still obviously have a hard time. So I ask the anchors and everyone in studio, I'm like, how do I say this? And they're like, "Um, we've told you eight times. And I'm like, it doesn't register. My personal favorite is Shoto traffic word. That's what it was. Shoto? Shoto. Yeah. Francois Shoto, founder of Kansas City, father of Kansas City. I kid you not, it is Shoto. (laughs) And every time I look at it, I'm like Chateau or Shem. Shem See, (laughs) See, I don't even know. It's like Changahoxy. Changahoxy. (laughs) And it's like I don't know what makes me want to say that, but it's a tongue twister. Didn't there used to be like a hot club called Shoto? Shoto, and the commercial would say Shoto. Shoto. It was like a dance club in the '80s. Let's let's go with it. It was it was a French fur trapper themed. Right. Nightclub is if all I the rage. I was around for that, then I would <laughs> never forget that theme music you just did there. Like never, I would never. Maybe I'll remember now. Yeah, now Thank it is. You. Burned in your head. Just remember, yeah, just nightclub. remember that nightclub. Yeah. The hottest nightclub. The hottest nightclub in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. So those are definitely Olathe. Yeah. Way to go, Olathe. <laughs> like the first one I ever got right. Let's meet our second guest. He is a senior economic development professional who has spent a career 
focused on utilizing thoughtful development and planning to improve communities. <laughs> he has been president of one of the largest urban redevelopment districts in American history. He has led a major regional tourism organization. He has guided boards and corporations across the nation to innovative success as a consultant and interim CEO. He is passionate about his community and has built a reputation on engagement, awareness, creativity, collaboration, and sometimes tacos. He was most recently director of economic development for Kansas City, Kansas and Wyandotte County, where he managed all aspects of development in a community that has seen in excess of $5 billion in new development in the last decade. He is also a proud graduate of the University of Missouri, speaks across the nation on the future of cities and development, and is an active board member for many organizations, including Visit KC, KC Streetcar, Arts KC, KCPT, and the KCADC. He is the president and CEO of Port KC. Welcome to Taco the Town, John Stevens. Wow. Clap, clap, clap. That was the driest, who wrote that mess? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, it was, it came from my office. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. That was so boring. Let's talk more about Olathe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Port KC, um, I have to ask yeah. you this off yeah. the top here. Let's cut to the chase. We've often discussed this yeah. on this podcast, how to incorporate tacos into our riverfront. Oh, well. My idea was a floating taco barge, a type restaurant where people drive jet skis out to the barge and can eat tacos on the water. Wow. Is this doable? And is this something that you can incorporate into the next? It's, you know, it's, we, we, we do operate the Berkeley Riverfront. We're developing that. Uh, and we have an actual port in the West Bottoms that, that will do, you know, 130,000 tons of goods transited. I think tacos need to be at the top of the barge traffic list. What I might say is, given the speed of the river, instead of delivery via jet ski, maybe we shoot the tacos. Like, you know, I'm just saying you shoot gun. them to the shore, people wave for tacos, they get their order in, the boat shoots them to the oh, customer. Like one of the t-shirt shooters. Like, like a t-shirt cannon, yeah. but not like the hot dog one that put the person's eye out, right. like at the game. That's you know, let's let's not do right. that. So you're saying the river isn't the safest of rivers to have well, be eating tacos very, on jet skis. It's very fast. Okay. Um, but you know what? I think the tie-ins to the river and tacos and maybe fish tacos could be stellar. Ew. So I think you're onto something. Slam. We can make that happen. I knew you were the man to have on the show to get this <laughs> paperwork pushed Wait, through. We make that happen. Yeah, we'll make let's it happen. make it happen. So any new developments down on the river and, and what's happening? With down the, on the river? Well, other than and, a van. We yeah, have a van gonna, down I, by the river. I was going to ask you, have you but, ever had to make someone move their van that was well, down we, by the river? We have. We have. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but, but now, actually, the Berkeley Park and the, and the riverfront trails are hugely popular. You know, in the age of COVID, right. uh, we have thousands of people out running, biking, you know, lunching, hanging out. We do have the union apartments, so 410 apartments. And then we just broke ground this morning on 350 more apartment units. Uh, cool. Barquet is already down there. And uh, we have a lot more on the way. So it's exciting. Yeah. Is there any chance that there could be a cat bar <laughs> down there? <laughs> A cat, a cat bar, bar, kind of like the dog barquet. Um, well, you can't cats. put them next to each other. Right. I mean, that's, have to that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so we'd have to give them some space. But yeah. yeah. Let's just keep focus on the dogs. <laughs> Not saying that I hate cats or anything, but I hate cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard it here first, they, folks. They, they, Not they, we could put it in Olathe. Yeah, let's, in Olathe. Let's put or Shaxta. Or, or Chateau. 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 
Uh, all right, I need to know this just off the top of the show. What are your taco origin stories? Are you taco eaters? Uh, did you grow up eating tacos? Are you more burrito people? Mm. Let me know, guys. Okay, so I'll go ahead and start this Jeez. one off. So I'm from Arizona, and we, I would like to think, are known for having authentic Mexican food. You know, we're close to the border, and, you know, we've got a lot of mom-and-pop shops there. We've got so many different twists and cultures, but Mexican food is our thing down there. I mean, that, Arizona and California, they're both, like, I think, known for being, like, they have good Mexican food there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Of course, like, Arizona's, like, it's hot, but anyways, we have authentic Mexican food. So when I am looking for Mexican food, a lot of people confuse Tex-Mex with Mexican food, and it's really upsetting because I grew up going to, you know, the hole in the walls with the, the mom and the dad and the sisters serving the plates and it just is a family operation. Doesn't always look the best, but they have the best food and, like, the best atmosphere because they're just, like, good, good people, hardworking people, you know? It's all you can ever ask. And so I think, like, Tex-Mex gets confused sometimes for, like, quote-unquote Mexican food and, like, me being from Arizona, I just feel like, no, Tex-Mex should not even qualify. So you're going to be very upset that the first Mexican place I ever ate at in Phoenix <laughs> was Del Taco. Oh, it's like a dagger <laughs> to my heart. Honestly, what were you thinking? That's my I question. I had to try it as a Kansas boy. I had to go into into, into Del Taco. We don't have those here. And I, I regretted it because it was, wasn't very good. Okay. So, so what, are, what, are, what do you even get at Del Taco? Is that just a place you only get late at night? Just water, water. water. Yeah. If you're thirsty... Directions to a good taco yeah, directions joint. Directions <laughs> to a good place to eat, that's what you get from Del Taco. Honestly, I have grown up around Del Taco, and I maybe had it once or twice in my life in very desperate times, might I add. And it was trash every time. Yeah. <laughs> Del Taco, if I could give it a rating, it wouldn't... It'd be in the negatives. It's, okay. It's the, okay. So, like, I had a taco from Del Taco, right? And I'm sure that you can vibe with this. It's stale. Like, it, like, comes out stale. Oh, already. mine was really drippy. Ew. It was disgusting. It was, that's one of my taco no-nos is a drippy oh, taco. Yeah. Like, don't have it be all soggy and gross. Yeah. Del Taco is just like, I don't know, when you told me that, you know, Del Taco, I'm like, <laughs> You might as well have just gone to a normal Taco Bell that has a Pizza Hut in it, too, yeah. and just ordered whatever. What are they famous for? Don't they have, like, burgers, too? And, They're like, so tater tots? And disgusting. Just, yeah. They have everything that you need, and that's not <laughs> where it's at. If you can go to a taco place and get a burger and fries, you know that you've made a wrong turn. Yeah. And Del Taco is the wrong turn of any decision in fast food. I'm sorry. Del Taco, don't come after me, but what I don't like What is the em. best Mexican place in Phoenix, or what's one of your favorites in oh, Phoenix? Oh, my goodness. So I grew up going to this place called La Canasta, and my dad and I loved it, and it was like, it still is. Every time I come home and visit, like, we go there. La Canasta for their breakfast burritos, La Canasta for their burritos in general, tacos, everything. It's so good. My mom doesn't like it. She calls it La Canasty. And I'm like, <laughs> you're so rude. It's it's the best place. And all of my friends that I grew up with, they know about La Canasta. It's like the spot to go to. It's on the west side, right in Phoenix. 
really, really chill atmosphere, but amazing food. They make it fresh and oh, just everything. You know what I love about Phoenix is everywhere has those misters when you walk in. <laughs> yeah, because it's hot. And it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like hey. we need those in Kansas City because it gets pretty hot here, but it's a dry heat in Phoenix, See, as they say. I always say it's a dry heat and no one ever understands me. And, and even my fiance makes fun of me. He's like, oh, but it's a dry heat. I'm like, you don't understand the difference between a dry heat and like the humidity, you know, and I it noticed being hot. is that you sweat, you you sweat, you sweat out sweat. of your leg pits first. <laughs> in yeah, you get that like crease. Yeah. If you even if you even dare to fold your yeah. leg, it's instant sweat. That's what I noticed. And then mm. I walked into a place with the misters, and everything was okay. It's gorgeous. We need those here. You know, it's crazy. People in Arizona just like walk around outside like it's not hot. <laughs> And like, I, I never realized that growing up. And then I moved away, went to college, came back home for a little bit. And I'm like, these people are nuts. You guys like, realize you're in a desert, right? Like, you guys realize like it's 106. People are like baking eggs on the sidewalk. Like this is not normal. I thought I grew up normal and I come back home to visit and I'm like, what's happening? All these people are like sun drunk. They're like walking around like, you know, half closed, just chilling. It's like 700 degrees. And they're just like, yeah, whatever, dude, this is good. We got misters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all normal. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not normal. What do you think of the Kansas City humidity compared to the dry heat of Phoenix? This is pretty bad, huh? You know what? I mean, it is bad, but considering that I came from North Carolina, I came from a little tiny town called New Bern, North Carolina, and it was so humid there. It was like one of those situations where you shower and you're like, why did I do that? Because you walk out and you're like, Already, might as well take a shower. The Carolinas again. are comparable in the, yeah. in the humid yeah. life yeah. of yeah. So the, it was just humid here. and icky there in North Carolina. Um, not saying anything bad about it, but I, you know, in comparison, I feel like I'm living the dream in Kansas City. Like okay. it's a good mix. Right. And cool. I came when it was cold, and I came in in December, and it was cold for me, being you know the desert rat that I am. I always like to refer to myself as a <laughs> desert rat because you know that's genuinely who I am at the end of the day. But. Yeah, I think that Kansas City's been like a breath of fresh air compared to like the places that I've lived. Cool, John. What's your taco origin story? Are you a Are you a taco well, lover? Well, you know, I'm I'm in some ways the opposite because you know I'm from the heart of taco culture, Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, obviously the the center of the universe of tacos, of taco things, capital tacos, of the Midwest, the taco capital of the Midwest. Some would say the world, but but I wouldn't go that far. I would say there are other competitors out there. Mm. Uh, no, growing growing up in South KC. Uh, a few things, like I have to say, is you know, I I did spend my childhood traveling, but I didn't really understand until I was an adult that that like authentic Mexican food, like every great culture, has all kinds of different regions of 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 food so and true. tacos. So and so there's tacos in the north and tacos on the Pacific side and all these great things, because I grew up thinking dos hombres on Blue Ridge Boulevard in South Kansas City was a badass taco joint. And my big getaways for tacos growing up was, and, and, and I will say this because I still love them, are Manny's and Ponak's. You know, right. those traditional like 1970s, 1980s staples of Kansas City tacos. Yep. Uh, to your point of, of the drippy tacos, never, never a big fan of the fried, drippy, greasy, kind of Kansas City style the tacos. The shell, the Kansas City yeah. taco? Okay. I mean, 
That's a thing, you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, go to Manny's. You, like, you, you dump it, you dump it in a greasy. fryer. Yeah. You dump the taco in a fryer. And then in, in a tub in North in North Kansas City, mm-hmm. oh. in Kansas City North, you put powdered cheese on it. You know what that reminds me of? Have you ever had Jim Boy's tacos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. Or like Similar. a Jack Where's in the Jim Boy's? Similar. I don't even know. Do they have a Jim Boy's in They don't have them here, but I've had them. I've had, had them elsewhere. Um, so like feel free to have some of these yeah. chip, uh, chips and salsa. Yeah, you know, I do, I'm not going to lie, you guys. I am an instant judger when they bring out the chips and, like, salsa. That's how you know if it's going to be quality. Right. Right? But but that's for the other spinoff podcast, Chip of the Town, <laughs> that is going to be... Salsa City. Salsa City. That'll be on right after this. Perfect. Right after uh, Burritoville. Stay tuned but, but after no, this commercial break. I mean, break. as an adult, as like someone who, who uh, still is a glutton for tacos, but also just uh, ha- has a little bit more of a care of, of quality now than just grab and go, um, I would say San Antonio down on Kansas Avenue uh, is a fantastic one of the best. street taco place. One of the best, best meat. You just, and, and then it, it begins and ends. You have to have the meat, you have to have the, you know, the spice, but it begins and ends with a tortilla. You know, a great, fresh tortilla, made on site preferably, is just killer. So that's my go-to. What do you think of these chips and salsa so far? These are pretty good. Yeah, try mm. it we're talking. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. No, nice. I like the salt. Me too. You know, yep. I will say Just you got to have amount. a good mm-hmm. quality, a good amount of salt. It's got to be consistent yeah. across the chips. And I think the salsa is perfect. I don't really like my salsa too chunky, but I don't mm-hmm. mind it. Like I'll eat it because why not? It's salsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but not too chunky. It's, it's good. not too chunky, yeah. and it's actually it has a nice flavor. It's mild, mm-hmm. but I think what would take this over yeah. the top is if the chips were like a little warm. But that's just me being like a little picky monster, you know? Okay. Like, well, maybe that's just the Arizona me. Like, I, everything hot. I like everything hot. Right. So you're a hot salsa. I am a hot Or, or hot you know salsa, what? For sure. I, I, Arizona style, these could be run through a mister. Oh my gosh. In, Imagine. But don't get them too soggy because you don't mister. want soggy chips. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of taco travels, were we talking of taco travels? I don't Maybe know. we were. We always talk taco. Deja, your oh your gosh. segment, One Tank Trips. Mm. You've been traveling once a week. You've been going to these exotic local places that just take one tank. So tell me about some of these places you've been. You've been to some awesome oh places this summer. Oh, it has been such an experience. And honestly, what better way to explore my new home than to go on these awesome trips and tell people about it? So. You know, my my boss originally came to us with the idea, and you know, I'm the traffic anchor, and you can't, you know, incorporate driving with traffic, and you know, the whole gas situation. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I came up with this list of places that I'm like, one, I just wanted them to be unique. I didn't want to go to, you know, museums that people have been to in and around the city. That's boring. We've been there. We can look it up. Whatever. One tank trips, so amazing. So. How do I even begin, right? So you swam I, with sharks. Oh my, I, I dove with sharks, you guys. Literally the best experience of my life. One yeah. hour from Kansas City, or one, so one it's, tank. It's in Springfield. Oh. Right? Springfield has some gems. And I know people are like, oh, anything but Springfield. I it's grew a good up taco in Springfield. Town. Is it? Yeah. That's where we're going next, guys. But listen. <laughs> Springfield has amazing stuff. I just went to Fantastic Caverns mm-hmm. there, and I went to Lambert's 
Cafe. Oh, yeah. It's in Ozark, the but you know. The Throwed Rolls. The Throwed Rolls. Throwed yeah. Rolls. Yeah. Hot rolls. roll. Hot roll. That's all I remember from that experience <laughs> and being bloated from having 15 of them. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. 15. <laughs> <laughs> 15 of them. But they were so delicious. And the Wonders of Wildlife Museum and Aquarium. So what people don't know is that you can go there, you pay for the experience, whatever, but they have these encounters for people there. So you can do a penguin encounter. So I did that. And you go into the penguin dome where you look at them through the thing, but you actually go in there and you watch the trainer feed the I have no pe- idea about that part. Literally, no clue. literally, they feed the penguins in front of you. They're so obnoxious and cute. I hate birds, but they were like, I was so going to ask cute. you about your fear of birds. Oh my gosh, we'll get to that. It's like a whole, do you have time? <laughs> Because I, I myself am, am scared of birds. Shut up. Really? I used to mow my yard and birds would dive bomb me and at my head. <sighs> so I used to wear a hard hat as I oh mowed my no. yard. Oh, my God. As a child. Oh. Traumatized. You see, we're already becoming good friends. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna get to the bird situation because I'll tell you, I admit, for that penguin segment, I had my photographer go in, go in, in. And I was like on the little outside, but I was in it. Like, it counts. It and everybody like, like It looked saw. like you were in there with them. And I was like, you guys, like, I'm doing this. So you go into the penguin encounter. It's, like, two degrees. It's, like, she's telling you how you can identify these penguins. You learn so much about them. And then we're, like, touring the wonders of wildlife, which, by the way, is, like, a 4D experience. So, like, you walk into these different exhibits, and it's, like, the smell is different. The, the temperature is different to, like reflect the Is it connected habitat. to um, Bass Pro? So it's like right next okay. to it because right. the Bass Pro creator owner created cool. Wonders of Wildlife. So Do they still have that 200-year-old turtle there? I think they do. I think so, yeah. I think he's like two, think so. 206 now, yeah, probably. He's, he's ancient. <laughs> he's old, but I think like, I don't know, someone's up with a spin, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Okay. I want them to like call me. L- little known fact, <laughs> every animal in the, in the exhibit Lives on cashew chicken since it's Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, home of cashew chicken. Springfield. What is with cashew chicken? I can't stop that's hearing about that. I'm like, what is cashew chicken? <laughs> Who knew it was invented in uh, Springfield? They call it Springfield chicken there, Springfield don't they? Chicken. Yeah. Oh my. Well, we'll just have to try that one out for a one tank trip, right? <laughs> so we're exploring this awesome place, 4D, whatever. And then it's time for the shark dive, which, you know, their people told me and my people, like, this is what you're gonna do. And I'm like, all right, why not? I've been skydiving before. I'm an adventurous person. I love trying new things in every capacity. And so they get us in a wetsuit. That was awkward. Then we get into the water. That was cold. And now I'm nervous because, like, you know, at first you got your adrenaline, but then you actually get into the water, and it's this baby cage. And you're like, you look at it, and you're like, oh, this is good. Like, it's it's a big cage. It's fine. It's not that big of a cage. And there's not much room between you and the sharks and the fish and the, is it groupers? Gropers? I always say it wrong. Groupers. Groupers. I <laughs> Gropers every time. Gropers. I, literally, it's so bad. I said it in the actual editing version of the package and was going over it with uh, with Greg, my fiance, and he's like, who's, what? Groupers? What, what are you talking So, gr- groper, I don't know. That's another one that trips me up. Thank goodness that's not a traffic thing because who knows what would come out. Um, so, so I'm getting in the water, and then they put this, like, 75-pound helmet on me. But it weighs 11 pounds or so in the water, so it kind of weighs you down and helps you float to the bottom of the cage, so you're, like, 
in the experience. And they've got a GoPro attached to like every part of my body. And you handled yourself. You you seem pretty cool in there. You didn't freak out really. So you, you, you know what? Pretty, uh, at I ease. was I was very much so at ease. I felt completely safe. Um, there was one shark that kept eyeing me though, and I was like, mm, I'm not gonna take this as a threat. I'm gonna take this as he has a little baby crush on me. So he kept swimming by me, and I was like, What's good? You wanna holler at me? What's good? Like I'm gonna put out this vibe so that you don't come for me and. He was good, and he just kept coming for, you know, the good angles. We got him with the GoPro every time. I was like, you're my little supermodel. You have a streak with little... him on Snapchat now, right? I like, mean, you know. come on. We're friends on <laughs> you Instagram. Were saying, you were saying the penguins were, were flirting with you too, right? I don't know why I was <laughs> why I was saying all these animals are flirting with me. What kind of person? So, yeah. the pe- Okay, the pebble thing, that was another, that was a whole other story. Because, you know, that's how they mate, and they bring their mates a pebble. And one of them oh. looked like he was going to, like, pick one up. Ooh, okay. I'm like, don't you already have a girl? Like, I already have a guy. What's good? So... And then I was like, you know what? Let's just tell the people about that. So, yeah, shark dive was amazing. Like I said, I've been I've been skydiving, and and I think shark diving is a very very close 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 to skydiving. Have you guys ever been skydiving? No. I've been skydiving. Have oh. not been. It's like the most sharks. surreal experience. But yeah. like shark diving was definitely something that I would recommend for literally huh. everyone. Co- and they allow cool. any age. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh. not any Ooh. age, but like ten years old is like. The age, and you have to oh, have wow. a parent, obviously. Wow. Yeah. But they said they had like ninety-year-olds do it, like ninety-year-old bucket people. list thing, maybe. Yeah. I would love Very to cool. see that happen. But yeah, it was it was absolutely a surreal experience. They were like, as far as me and this microphone, I know this is a podcast you can't like see. And, and let's be honest, these are Ozark sharks. There's no rules in the Ozarks, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think we've established that with the Lake of the Ozarks. Taken you know, right stuff. out like, of the Lake of the Ozarks. Come on. They're, they grew up at the Lake of the Ozarks. They've been going to Party Cove since they were little sharks. And yeah, they like they roll down to Springfield. The they do a show like in Branson, and here they go. Yeah, right? like no, it Branson was... sharks are the worst. Branson sharks yeah. are the worst. They play. They, they wear play those the, little hats and they play yeah. the fiddle. Yeah, and it's it's. I would like to party with those sharks. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like fun. <laughs> okay, I've got some places that I want to recommend you you go. How much longer are you gonna do these? Or is it Honestly, just all we summer? Have no end. Okay. To this like we're just going with it like we've been to so many different places and it's gotten a lot of good feedback you know to help other people and so we're just continuing to just try and pump out new ideas so if you have some throw them at me please. okay i've got i've got the uh, glore psychiatric museum in saint joe why did i just email them today i kid Whoa. you not hey first of all bird also hater and you're right. also telling me about the glore psychiatric and we both Something's love happened. del taco no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, the Glore Psychiatric Museum. Yeah. You might. It is a very weird place. It's kind of a famous place at Halloween time because it is pretty haunted and weird. But you also did that haunted castle in uh, yeah, Springfield. Yeah, that took a lot. Because I don't do that. The baby doll thing. That was. There you were so many a little takes. Freaked out. There were so many takes where I dipped out of that thing so fast, <laughs> and my photographer is just dying laughing. I'm like, I can't. Okay, I've got a, I've got one of my favorite places in Kansas. This is in okay. Western Kansas. This is in Lucas, Kansas. Okay. It's called the Garden of Eden. I've seen that place. I've talked about it on the show before. S.P. <laughs> Dinsmore, he built a concrete, weird concrete art installation around his cabin. Mm-hmm. And then he buried himself on the property, and you can go see his body 
No. On the property, and he's got a little window, and you can go inside the mausoleum and look at him inside his coffin. And, and his, he's just sitting there. He's dead. just chilling, and his beard's still growing. No. You gotta go. You're lying. Nope. I don't know if I can do that. No way his beard's still growing. <laughs> no. no way. No don't way. Doesn't your beard and fingernails still grow after you die? Mm, you know, that, that, is that, that an is old wives' old, tale? It's an old wives' tale. Oh, okay. It's actually the skin recedes. So oh, there you it go. It appears as Seriously? if they're growing. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't the know if I can star go view is the going. I don't know, I know how I feel about that. Going to tell families, like, one tank trip, go view this dead body with beards and fingernails still attached. I don't know. It seems a little Plus, weird. Plus, it's, it's a little of a, a bit of a drive, so. But no, still, it's I, that's the thing. Interesting, the better. The more interesting, right. the better. So, so let's hear has it. Has anyone told you about the, the show that was on the air, probably the 80s, 90s? I'm going to date some people here. But there was a show on PBS called Rare Visions and Roadside Revelations. With Randy Mason, yeah. Randy Mason. And, yeah. you know, they, they did this drive to all these little places all over the Midwest yeah. for years. But what they did, their big thing was to go see folk art and to, like, oh. talk to, like, the crazy folk art people, which kind of <laughs> oh, reminded like, me of that. Interesting like, stories out of you that. You might get a list of, like, places Whoa. to revisit because this is long gone. Like, Whoa. long, long gone. Yeah. Whole new generation. Take a fresh take on it. Yeah. You know. I'm down. But, Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Folk art and weird people. Folk art and weird people. <laughs> and growing beards. Mm. Like, why not? I'm sure they went to the Garden of Eden and I'm, took a I'm look sure inside his coffin. I'm yeah. sure they did. That's Deja, the I ever. really want you to go there. Because you want to see my reaction. Yes. Yeah. That's, a lot of my suggestions come from that. It's like, you ate birds, you should go to this bird exhibit. It'd be really <laughs> funny to watch you suffer. <laughs> oh, Thanks. I know what I wanted to ask you. How, how on a scale of one to ten Tiger King weirdness, you went to that wildlife park. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10, It was 10. a 10? It was a Tiger King place? I kid you not. Step out of the car. I looked at my photographer and said, what in the Tiger King hell <laughs> am I getting myself into? I said, all right. And that's Here's down by like do. Joplin or where is that? It's that was. Springfield or? No, it wasn't Springfield. It was, um, started with an S. Stafford. Staff, Stratford, Missouri. Stratford. Yep, sure was. That's down <laughs> there. Sure was. So was there a guy that looked kind of like Joe Exotic there? Or were there about was, 10 guys? <laughs> it was, there was actually a bunch of women. Oh, okay. And yeah, they definitely have that same attitude while approaching some of these situations. Because I remember she like let me hold one of the animals and it was kind of like, come here, y'all. And like cussing at, and I'm like, ooh, are you guys okay in here? Like blink twice. <laughs> If you guys are okay. And then she like put it on my head and I was like, please, Lord God, if this thing. What kind of an animal was that was on your head? <laughs> I don't even know till this I day. I couldn't tell. It looked like a monkey, but it was crossed with an anteater. It was like, that's what I said. Is that I was a like, marmoset? What is that? It was a mark. A marmoset? No. No? Uh, Dang, what Dang, was but that it? was a weird looking animal. It was so weird and it caught, <laughs> and it was like digging through my hair, like as if I had bugs. I was like, that's offensive. Like, who are you to go through my hair? Like, you're dirty, not me, right? No, that thing was crazy. And like, uh, and she like wouldn't take it off. Like, he was still filming and it was like, ha ha, I did what I had to do. Like, so you were like, it off. we're cutting this. Yeah, it's a cut, cut. I'm out and then here. she's like, <laughs> just staring at me. I'm like, get this thing off my head. Like, this is where we get to the real Deja. Like, I'm going to start. <laughs> like, I'm done. TV is over. <laughs> I'm out. Get this thing off my head. 
It was freaky. But the giraffe part, oh, it was so gorgeous. You said giraffes are your favorite animal. They are my favorite animal, and we got to go up close and personal and feed them, and they like, oh, they're just so cute. I love them. It was awesome. Well, I can't wait to see more of those. Yeah. I'm gonna be, and they're every Friday, right? Every Friday, at going noon? somewhere new. Um, we usually the air them in the morning at okay. 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. and okay. 7 a.m. and nice. 11. <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> well, guys, every week on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. Nice. This is the taco ticker. You want to check these stories with me? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Okay, this is kind of breaking news. It's kind of sad. In August of 2020, this is going to happen. I just want to prep everyone, my listeners and you guys for this. It's official, guys. Taco Bell is getting rid of half their menu. What? In August. What do you wow. mean? They're making some big changes to their menu. It could mean the end of some of your favorite items. A like Taco what? Bell employee posted on Reddit about these changes. It looks like they are axing... The grilled steak soft taco, the seven-layer okay burrito. I'm okay with that. The quesarito. I'm all right with that. Nachos Supreme. What? An what? old classic. Wow, that is a classic. The beefy Fritos burrito. Yeah. Yeah. The spicy tostada. Yeah. Okay. Triple-layer nachos, which were really not yeah. much. Yeah. The spicy potato soft taco. What? Cheesy Fiesta potatoes. <gasps> Loaded grillers, cheesy potato, and beefy nacho. Now what? you're really throwing punches here. Chips and dips and the mini skillet bowls on the breakfast menu. All of their potato items are getting the axe. They're axing the potato items. Wow. Nobody Maybe it's a coronavirus thing. Is or corona, What's up with that? I mean, is it just that, to save that money? That is or? seriously going to hinder the soaking of like 20-something alcohol hangover recovery foods. Totally. You're talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what am I going to have after I a know, night I'm like, out? seriously, you ax the potatoes, you're taking like 40% of the alcohol absorption ratio of Taco Bell out right. of it. Like, like, well, they're just getting out of the Jaguar potato box. game. Oh, you can't exit the potato game. Now we got to go to Jack Idaho. Idaho is going to go nuts over <laughs> them exiting the potato game. Yeah, the changes are wow. expected to roll out on August 13th. As if 2020 could, could not get, get worse. worse. It's just getting like, worse and go. worse, guys. Yeah. So are they going to replace it with something better? Because in that, like, I'm happy with that decision. Well, it says they're, they're going to introduce the Grande Nacho box back, and a new beef burrito would be added to the dollar cravings menu. Oh, as well as a okay. chips and cheese would move to the dollar menu as well. Oh, yeah. And then they're buying think? Del Taco. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, it might help. A Taco Bell official said, we are in the process of evolving our menu to simplify operations and make our team member and customer experiences easier. We have more to share with you later. Well, it better so. be more menu options. <laughs> I, I like mean, their, their um, Doritos Locos Taco. Ugh, yummy. It's like so gross, but good, right? Yeah. It's like that, yeah. like, so it's that guilty, that yeah. guilty grab. They also say this evolved menu approach comes after months of analyzing the new way we are running our restaurants with safety, top of mind. We want to ensure an easy and fast ordering experience for our guests and team members. Okay. Whatever, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. They what? added a bar at some of them, so yeah. you can't be yeah. yeah. Taco Bell Cantina. <laughs> yeah, we don't right? have any of those here, do we? No. Do we no. not? Oh. Burger That's King upsetting. tried. You know, they did their, right. their bar pub thing. No. Taco Bell never came. They didn't no. do that. That's rude. If they're listening, they better, Taco Bell, you bring us a cantina. I think that's really going to change a lot of people's day-to-day -day lives, you know? I, with think, all those so. I think this is really so. going to hit home for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Taco Ticker story number two. 
Um, this was uh, late last year. Chipotle announced that breakfast is not going to happen at Chipotle. A lot of people were asking for Chipotle to add breakfast, and they're saying not right now, guys. Um, they want to keep growing, but they say not in the morning. We're not going to be doing breakfast anytime soon. CEO Brian Nickel told I'm CNN. I'm good, I'm good with that. You know what? Stick to what you know best. Exactly. Like, Chipotle should be the, the lunch and evening thing. Like, do it. I'm stick, happy with stick it. Stick Good to call that. CEOs or yeah. whoever. It says they have one location that does sell breakfast burritos in uh, at the Dulles Airport in Washington. But they said it's just going to be, it's too much of a change to their day-to-day operations to add breakfast, even Fair though enough. a lot of places are adding breakfast. I've been past that Dulles location 50 times. Never thought that, oh, you know what I really need is a breakfast uh, Chipotle. <laughs> like, never on my list. So, yeah. I don't really feel like, yeah, I mean, maybe if they had a drive through but I don't want to go stand in a line. Yeah, yeah. drive through yeah. and it's like in the morning, yeah. I still got like eye boogers, I don't want to look at you, you don't want to look at me. We don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I respect that decision. Yeah, me too. Taco ticker story number three. Earlier this summer, the Kansas City Chiefs signed a new defensive end by the name of Taco Charlton. He previously played with the Miami Dolphins and Dallas Cowboys. He hopes to resurrect his career here in Kansas City. I want to extend an invitation to Taco Charlton. We'd love to have you on the show to talk about your name and to eat tacos with you. Guys, what do you think about this? Maybe the best name ever, wouldn't you say, for for anyone? Absolutely. I'm all for Taco. Come on, Taco. I hope hope he has a signature move. Like a taco crunch when he gets a sack. Did you say he's a crunchy? You know, he's a crunch taco. He's a like you gotta. He's a crunchy. He's a crunchy. He's a crunchy. Yeah. What could be a good signature move for him? The taco crunch. The taco wrap when he wraps or maybe up. Maybe if he's honestly, wrap. if he's just like a really nice guy, we could call him a soft taco. Oh, he's a softie. <laughs> was that lame? He's, he's a soft Ew, taco. Such a dad joke. As, as a defensive, <laughs> as a defensive end, not a good thing on the I on know, the gridiron. Like after, like when he steps off the field, he's like this like lovable big huggy guy, and everyone's like, no, taco's actually soft taco. We love soft. <laughs> or like if he has a bad game and he he can't get any sacks or have any yeah. stops, they go. He's more of a soft taco than a hard oh, taco. No. Yeah. That could totally be used against him. No offense, Taco Charlton. Please come on the show. Taco, we think you're we a think hard, that you're crunchy a taco. Hearty, crunchy, non-drippy taco. So <laughs> come on, <laughs> non-drippy. We usually have one Taco Bell crime story every week, and this is called Cheesy Gordita Crime. Oh, Cheesy I love Gordita it. Crime. Cheesy Gordita Crime. Well, this happened in December of last year, guys. It's been a, it's been a, uh, we've been trying to get all these news stories in, but time is a loose construct yeah, at this point. Yeah, there's so. a pandemic, everybody. Okay, cheesy gordita crime story of the week: Texas Taco Bell employee accused of swinging machete at drive-through customer. A Texas Taco Bell worker is behind bars after police said he swung an 18-inch machete at a drive-through customer. 21-year-old Samuel Hemet faces a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in the incident which took place about 5.30 p.m. Sunday, so not a late-night thing, at an Austin Taco Bell restaurant. The customer told police that when he was trying to order through the speaker, Hemet asked multiple times what he wanted, and he said, can you not hear? The customer asked, according to the police, the customer told officers that the question angered Hemet, who started swearing and asked, why don't you pull up and I'll show you what I have for you. When the customer approached the drive-thru window, Hemet revealed a machete, which he swung at the man two times. Hemet also struck the side mirror of the customer's vehicle, and the customer fled and reported the incident to police who reviewed the surveillance footage. 
And before the attack, cameras captured Hammett grabbing the weapon from the restaurant break room. Afterward, he hid the machete by dumpsters outside the restaurant. He must have found out about them axing some of their menu I, I have so many questions about this interaction. Like, did Taco Bell issue an employee a machete? Is that like... Did he bring it to work? Did, did he just say, you know what I really need to come to work at Taco Bell? Yeah. Is my machete. Maybe yeah. to chop like, the quesadillas up a little could bit? Could be. Could be. You know, they no. do have something on the menu here at South of Summit called the machete quesadillas. So That's sketchy. Could be. Could be. That's sketchy. <laughs> That's <laughs> sketchy, but, well, you know. But, you know, wasn't there, and I, I have to throw this, you know, being a Mizzou grad, I've got yeah. to throw this out. Wasn't there a situation where a KU, University of Kansas football player, not, yes. you know, years ago, got stuck in the yes. Taco Bell drive through because he got into an altercation right. with the Taco Bell employee. It was when they were given the, when Gorditas first came that's out. That's it, yeah. that's it. Or was it, it Chalupas? It, I, I don't know, but, but he got stuck in the Taco Bell drive-thru and then subsequently arrested <gasps> because he had gotten into an altercation. And he broke the drive-thru yeah. window. It was shut down. Because he was like 300 and some <laughs> no. pounds. I mean, he was a big like lineman. Did they right. mess up his order? Because you know that's why people like it crazy. That is yeah. why people lose it. But I also feel like cutting half of the menu items, particularly the potato items, to go back to that concern I have. to like... The Taco Bell crime is going to skyrocket. Oh my I'm gosh. Afraid. Especially in the pandemic. I in the pandemic like, era, people are going this to This segment be, is going to be like five stories um, long each episode. You're going to have to branch off into something else. It's right. going to be just just the whole show will be a crime ticker. Like, <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. I could oh, do that. Gosh. An entire episode of just cheesy gordita crime stories. Yeah. I think it would... And, and only two thirds of, of them will be Florida man, right? Yeah. Like right. The other third right. will be the rest of the country. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see them. I mean, when they hired the guy, did they know he was going to bring his machete and store right. it in the right. in his? Uh, I mean, was little... that the was that the interview selling point? of yeah. I have my own machete, yeah. so like, oh, well, you're hired. Like, <laughs> so if customers locked up. I'm thinking, like, do these employees have lockers at Taco Bell, or like, where did he hide said do. machete? Right. Like, right. who didn't notice? Like, homeboy brought a machete today. I'm but gonna call behind somebody. the cases of cheese. It'd be cool if it was a Taco Bell brand machete oh and it had gosh. the same color scheme, like the, the 90s color scheme of Taco they Bell. Or, or that, or I'm envisioning actually a taco branded, like the whole thing is curved. Oh, shaped a like taco. a taco. Like a long taco, yeah. 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 I, I think, I think. With the, a little think, chihuahua at the handle. I think the podcast needs <laughs> a taco machete. And it says, yo cuero Taco Bell <laughs> on the machete. <laughs> The handle has the chihuahua on it. Do you guys it. remember the little chihuahua toys they would give out with the food? Oh, yeah. What happened to that? I had the bobblehead. Yeah. I had it in my car. The little plush. I feel like that was yeah. really weird. Plush. People would hang it from the rear yeah. mirror. Like, right? Oh, oh yeah. that's how you knew you know that, <laughs> that you were a taco that, um, that uh, chihuahua passed away last year. Why'd you just Why, drop Why'd you just bring me? the room down? Sorry, like, guys. Jeez. Sorry, wow. guys. Okay, um, that's <laughs> oh it. Oh, my God. That's it for the taco ticker. Um, we'll be right back after this break. Hey, everybody. Dave from Taco the Town here. I wanted to let all of our listeners know about a new podcast from our executive producer, Chris Garibaldi. It's called The Lost and Found and Rewound Podcast. It's a movie review podcast where Chris and his old childhood chums, Jim and Rick, review movies from their childhood that they watched on VHS and they remember being great. They watch the film again and determine if the film that they loved as teens holds up or if it should be lost forever. They review movie classics such as The Wicker Man and Sharky's Machine. So be kind and unwind with the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Available now on Podbean. This is the time of the show where we taco about the city of the tacos. This is called Town of the Taco. Town of the 
Taco Kansas City, oh the place I love and I have our guests here, a pulley t- Kansas City topic from the Kansas City Cup. Deja, you want to go first? All right. All right, what do you got there? Favorite KC neighborhood. Well, I think right now, I would say Country Club Plaza. I live on the Country Club Plaza. I think that it's really convenient for 20-somethings and young people who want to just walk to the bar or walk to the mall, shop around and like live fast, you know, like you kind of feel like you're living in a little <laughs> city. Like, yeah. yeah, like I feel so cool living on the plaza. <laughs> what do you think about we're in Waldo right now? Do you ever make it out to Waldo? I do. Yeah, I actually take. Uh, well, before COVID, I took a uh, nine round out here in Waldo. They oh, had yeah. The kickboxing. Yeah. So I took nine round out here and I'm a member of that little shindig but now i do it at home in my casey neighborhood of <laughs> plaza the, the plaza john is that considered you, a neighborhood oh yeah it is yeah. oh yeah it's a neighborhood do yeah. you have a favorite kansas city neighborhood oh gosh i mean there's so many great ones as, as a native it's it's tough i would i i honestly have always loved brookside which you know the brookside waldo south plaza that whole corridor i you know i, I look at it as the trolley trail like you that, that whole trolley trail stretch from the Nelson and the Plaza South is just, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's beautiful. It's hard to beat. Beautiful in the you know, summer. And you have great restaurants. You can walk places. So You've got Loose Park. Like, yeah. And, and I, I love it because it's, that area is also, there's something for everyone, right? Like there really is something for everyone, uh, which is fun. All right, John, let's dun, have you dun, pull dun. a topic here. This is so apropos because you you hear this on Twitter like a hundred times a day. If Casey ever does blank, I'm moving. That's wow. a good one. I don't know what would ever turn me against Kansas City that much because I love this place. Um, I would probably start with if the Raiders ever moved here, <gasps> I'm moving. Like, what about if the Chiefs left? See, that's the one I would probably. Right? Yeah, no, that would be that would be a huge bummer. I I oh, also would say if Kansas City ever said no barbecue, like I'd be like, what what? Who are we anymore? Like we have no <laughs> if have, barbecue like, was outlawed. We have no. I would have an I would have an existential identity crisis. <laughs> I I would move to probably swim with the sharks in the Ozarks. Right? I don't know. Like I don't know what <laughs> I would do. At- I, if if they outlawed tacos in the city, I would yeah. have to move. I would have to like, to do the show. Do? I would. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do with myself. Yeah. It'd be yeah. lost. It'd be, like, we, we would be lost. Life. But thank goodness, Kansas City would never be that rash. We have no. great people in this town Preach. that will keep the tacos and barbecue and 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 everything flowing. flowing. So we're good. Preach. Deja, why don't you grab another one? Oh, this is fun, you guys. <laughs> it this is, is good. It fun. is actually fun. Kansas City secrets. Oh. What does that mean? Do you have any Kansas City secrets you can tell us? Have I been here long enough to create Kansas City <laughs> secrets? And would it be a secret if I told you? Ooh. It's, Kansas City is really like Fight Club, Deja. You, you gotta watch yeah. out. Like, oh. This is a test to see if you're a true Kansas Cityan. I'm definitely not. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to say right now, I'm 100% not. You call me out. I pass. What do I do? Do you Pass? have any, does uh, KSHB TV 41 have any secrets? I cannot disclose that information. <laughs> I am not going to speak on that right now. Is, is there anything, <laughs> as as someone who's moved here, yeah. Relo, like, is there something that has totally surprised you? You were like, I had no idea Kansas City had something like that. Pleasantly surprised, right, was the fan base here. 
like the community fan, like it's one thing to hear about Chiefs fans, right? But it's another thing to experience Chiefs fans. And get this, I moved here right when we were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I like to tell people like, I might be a good love charm. And I also was here because Patrick Mahomes just signed that $503 million. I'm not saying it's me, but it's me. You have know have you mean? worked out how many tacos that is? Have we determined $503 million dollars that Patrick Mahomes could buy with that? Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. We, we, need gotta, to, we need to do the math. I need to get my accountants on it. It would help <laughs> because people can't imagine $503 million no. in no. earnings, but they could imagine the equivalent in tacos. It's got to be like back and forth to the moon, like maybe Something. 20 yeah. times, or, 200 or like times. To row, you know, to the 300 level of Arrowhead filled. Or right. something like that, I yeah. think. But that's the thing. Like, if he bought all tacos and blew all of his money on tacos, people would be like, yes, that was the right decision, Mahomes. We love you. <laughs> he would be the largest quarterback, literally, in history. <laughs> I got to have him on the show and just eat tacos yeah. with him. There He's from Texas. So. Come on, Pat. All right, John, you pulled another topic. What do you got? <laughs> Is this a good one? Well, I'm just going to hand this one over because it's Kansas City TV news personalities. No. There's no question. There's nothing. It's just Kansas City TV news personalities. No. Yeah. Deja. Deja. What? Do you have a favorite Kansas City new TV news personality? I mean... Other than Deja. Other <laughs> My fiance's standing <laughs> up, and uh, I, I don't think we'll, we'll be uh, having a fun ride home if I don't say it's him. So, exactly. Greg Payne, KCTV 5 News, man. Tell me about Gary Lezak. Oh, Gary. Gary's so fun. He's loved by everyone, right? Everybody, Everybody loves, loves that guy, and for good reason. He's... He's an amazing guy, um, always so positive, kind, gentle, just uh, everything that you would expect and everything you hear is absolutely 100% true. But I can honestly say that about everyone that I work with at KSHB. Everybody that I work with is absolutely incredible. And it's definitely not normal to, like, I don't think it's normal to feel the amount of, like, love that I feel at my job. And I know that sounds harsh, but a lot of people, you know, their job is their job, and they, they love it, they like it, but they're not like, that's my family. And I've only been here a few months, but everybody there is genuine and nice and cool, and especially my morning crew. Those are my people. Those are my people. Shout out to Taylor and the Lindsays. What time do you have to get up in the morning to do your job? Isn't it about like 3 a.m., 4 a.m.? Are we talking pre-COVID or like now? That now. So now I can wake up at like 3.30, AM, just a, I say it like casual. Yeah, like three yeah, thirty. You know. Late. So you like got to go to bed at like what nine PM or? I mean, nine PM is pushing it, and oh, I do push it sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> I try. I try to fall asleep by like seven thirty. Yeah. It never happens. Oh gosh, yeah, that never happens. Never, because the sun's still up sun's till like eight thirty. Especially in the summertime, man. I have blackout tough. curtains too, and it still doesn't work because I'm still like, I see it. you peeking through there. It's, you're not slick, son. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. You, do you have a favorite news personality? You know what? I, I was going to echo that, that obviously I don't work in news, but I've yeah. known a lot of people. I work, I, I've been in, fr you know, in front of the camera being interviewed a lot. And I would echo what you said. I think that Kansas City for you know, a, a lower major market, like you know, a top 30, top 35 market, um, Kansas City really, it, I think the, the TV personalities echo a lot about the city and, and really kind of represent the city well, even though they're from all over the world and all over the country right. and come here to, to do a job. Yeah. But I think I've seen their consummate professionals, mm -hmm. and but they're also super friendly, super accessible. I've seldom had any 
problems. I just, I, I think people kind of, the, the stations kind of create a culture yeah. that is a really good accessible culture that's professional, tells the story of Kansas City and the people in Kansas City. I would say one of your counterparts, Kat Reed does an amazing job. Uh, like Kat does Kat a fantastic Reed. job on yeah. multiple channels and yeah. things. And I just think there's a lot of people like that. that yeah. I, I, we'd be here the rest of the show if I were to name people. Name but people. No. A, it's a good group of professionals. You. Yeah. That's awesome. I totally agree. Well, guys, what do you say? Let's put some of these tacos from south of Summit to the test. Want to do, do it? it. Yes. Okay, uh, the tacos are here and the sauces are here. What did everybody order? Mm. John, what did you get? Oh, sorry. I ordered <laughs> the al pastor, the carne asada, and the wild card cheese curds. Cheese curd taco. You're so brave. Deja, what did you get? All right, so I went with the shrimp taco, the chicken tinga, and the carne asada. No cilantro. No cilantro for you. No, por favor. I'm just gonna put a little lime on all these. Mm. I got the carne asada, the barbacoa mm. is my wild card, and then I got the uh, al pastor, because that's one of my faves, so. I totally would try the El Pastor. I'm just allergic to pineapple. So these are, you know, yeah, okay. the, the first thing that strikes me is the color of Beautiful these. Beautiful colors. Like, great, great mm -hmm. color. The meat on the ones with meat have a really nice, like, some of the blackening from the spices and being on the grill. Totally. And you have two with corn and one with flour. And they're small, but they have tons of meat and, mm -hmm. and a really nice, you know, onion and lettuce and stuff on them, like on the side. So it's right? great. It's looking good. It's a colorful plate. Yeah. It's appealing. This shrimp one looks amazing. It looks like there's like a, what is it? It has a, oh, an ancho mayo. Mm. I'm going to try it. It looks amazing. Deja's trying her shrimp. Mmm. you think? Mmm. You guys, I wouldn't change anything about this taco. Nothing. That is superb. Wow. And that takes a lot for me to say that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No. And now mm. I really wish I would have got the shrimp taco. Honestly, it's one of those where I'm like, you guys should try it. And it's, it's like, blackened, I wish I could right? give you a bite. It's like a mm -hmm. blackened shrimp. Blackened so. shrimp. We got some jicama slaw, wow. the cheese, the ancho mayo, and it's on a flour tortilla, which usually for my street tacos, you know, we go with the corn, but... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have nothing against a good flour tortilla, a little baby one. Oh, it's that's on perfect. flour? Yeah, it is, it's, isn't thin. It? it's thin, yeah. it's not too thick, it's hot. It's just, and the shrimp is cooked beautifully. Really no complaints with this one. This is incredible. John, what did you have? So I'm trying the al pastor, and you know what? At first bite, it's very good. It's, the pineapple comes out more because you don't see the pineapple in it. Like, but they must have really cooked the adobo mm, pork like mm -hmm. in with a bunch of pineapple because it's a lot sweeter, mm. but it's that kind of subtle sweetness. But other, the other thing that sticks out to me is it like, again, you don't see big radishes, but it has like this kind of earthy reddish flavor. So kind of, this is a surprising one for me, but very good mix of flavors. Like a really mm. nice, little sweeter than I anticipated, but really good flavor. Mm -hmm. This doesn't even need any salsa. Which I is know. surprising to me. I know. I always forget to put salsa on. <laughs> I know. I did too. But My the flavor is gone. just fine without mm -hmm. it. But Which one did you try first? I had the carne asada. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. But the al pastor, it was amazing. Yeah, isn't it great? So good. It's 
really good. Blew me away. The sweetness. Wow. I love the sweetness to it, too. Mm. But it's not an overwhelming sweetness. No. It's not like a sugary sweetness. Right. It's this just really nice sweet. You guys, I don't even want to try the other ones because I just want like eight more shrimp ones. <laughs> but that's pretty promising, you know? Like mm. you have your... Mm-hmm. All right. I think I'm going to move on to the chicken tinga and save the carne for last. Okay. Because I feel like the carne asada, the meat has to be cooked like properly. Yeah. Because you can get a really dry carne asada yeah. taco and it's really not enjoyable and it's tough. You know, so it has to be cooked to like almost perfection. The carne is is really good. It's not, it's it not tough it? at all, yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's And how nice. many different tacos do they have on the menu? Well, I was looking. You have eight tacos. So that's the great thing about like just their main menu of eight tacos. Even if there's like four of them that aren't your favorite, like seriously, like I would go back to that Alpa store. Even if I didn't like one of the other ones, I'd be like, I'm coming here for that. Like I'm coming to mm-hmm. knock three of those bad boys out. Yeah. Totally. Right? Mm. Mm. How is that chicken tinga? Okay, so the flavor is amazing. It is like drippy in a sense, but I think it's because there's so much flavor it's packed with and I don't mind the drip. This one is like chipotle stewed. Okay. It has the cheese, some radish, and this is a corn tortilla. So I love all of those flavors combined. I definitely, this is definitely amazing. Shrimp is still my number one at this point, but this is, but it's I'm not going to stop eating it. <laughs> well, and I would say a lot of things, you know, you, when, you're, when you're putting together, when you're assembling a taco, having, be it corn or flour, having a really good tortilla is important. And the thing that can happen with t- corn tortillas, well, as much as I love corn t- tortillas, they can be dry. Mm-hmm. They can be a little too chewy, mm-hmm. a little like not really great. Uh-huh. And... But these are really good. Like mm-hmm. they, they bite easily. Yep. They're not like dry. They don't like kind of, you know, stick in your stick mm-hmm. in your mouth. These are really well done corn I tacos. I 100% agree with that. I love these blue. Do you have any of the blue um, yeah, tortillas? Yeah, blue and that's blue. so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had a bite of the barbacoa. It is amazingly is flavorful. It? So really? good. So good. That's great. These all, every flavor. taco is a great. Yeah. Uh. I want to know about this cheese curd taco. Oh, I know. I'm literally just like chomping at the bits to wait for (laughs) what that's like. So something you you don't know about me is I have an Iowa State Fair love, like food on sticks. And I also love Wisconsin as like a getaway vacation spot. Madison, Wisconsin. Home of the cheese curd. Home of the cheese curd. (laughs) Squeaky curds. So so I'm 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 about to take a bite here. This thing has lightly breaded and fried cheese curds. A slaw ancho mayo on a flour tortilla. That ancho mayo so. is delicious. That was on the shrimp. We're all like staring. What's it like? What's it like? Okay, that is kind of a nice flavor explosion right there. Like, okay. What? The ancho mayo comes mm-hmm. in. Yep. But then you get this fried cheese, like mm. that kind of hits you next. Yeah. But there's no meat and no other like flavor to right. to like compete with it. Yeah, like you're not so searching you're like, for anything else. Like it's. I am just eating ch- cheesy goodness <laughs> in a chipotle kind of mayo wrapped in a tortilla. Who would have like, thought, right? Holy crap, that sounds good. <laughs> it is. You know, this would be one like this would be my kind of like tonight. Like, this is my finishing. This is like my go-to fish. I would not <laughs> sit and eat a plate of them, right? Okay, that's fair. But but you eat the al pastor, you maybe throw in the shrimp, mm, you hit mm. this, and then you finish off the night 
with a good with a good cheese, cheese curd, curd taco. <laughs> like who would have thought? It's kind of like a, a dessert taco. It's a dessert taco in a sense. In a sense, in a yeah. sense. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I do cheese. make uh, fresh churros here. <laughs> what? So yeah. Not really. I say that with a mouthful of cheese curds. <laughs> yeah. What? Did those curds snap as you ate them? Were they? Mm. Uh, did they make the snap noise? They didn't make the squeak. Okay. But that's because they're in a taco. You know, True. you have to. The, the, the flour tortilla is sort of masking mm. the squeak, I think. No, you that, have one right these there. These are well done. Oh, yep. First bite. Got really? a squeak. Got a little squeak on the inside. Wow. Yeah. That's how you know that's you well got done. a good curd. That's well done. Well, this. This has been amazing. Like, this I seriously, killer. this has been really an amazing experience. I didn't know what to think coming here. I know. Deja, would you say your favorite one was the shrimp? Oh, easy, hands okay. down. The shrimp. I, I, I could eat five of them if I could. I would eat five. What was your favorite, John? That you um, had? Besides, you know, the, the cheese curd as the wild card was amazing, but the Alpa store. That is was my favorite. Really yeah. good. Like Alpa store is killer. Yeah. Well, so what's your final rating? We do a rating of uh, one to five golden tacos mm-hmm. here on the podcast. What would, mm-hmm. what would your rating be for South of Summit's tacos? You know, I have very little complaints. I think that everything that we tried had its own power-packed punch, that it was just so good and different, and I would totally come back here. So I'm going to say, I, you, you said out of five, I would easily say like four, six, at 4. least. 4.6? Nice. 4.6. Nice. At least. That, that gets you on the metal stand. Oh, you know? four, six. oh, it's up there. Four, six is where it's at. And I, I'm tempted to go higher. I haven't had the carne asada taco yet. Oh, you got to try that. I know. That's good. All right, John, what will your rating be? So I would say, you know, having only tried a handful of things on the menu over time, but with the starters, with the machete, oh. plus the tacos, Plus the salsas, I didn't. I didn't even put the salsas on any of the tacos because the flavor is so good. Mm. I agree with Deja. I would say you're easily in the and, and I, I just don't give fives, right? Mm. Because once you once you have the perfect taco, there's nowhere to go. Exactly. So, but I would say four five. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're at a four point five easily, which is to, in my book is a solid A, like very 100%. good, very very good experience. Very good. Like Plus I the will portions come back. are great. Like all of it, it's it's a great combination. Totally, I'm right up there with you. I'm I'm gonna go one higher than Deja. I'm going four point seven. There we go. Fair enough. Out of five golden tacos, these are some of the most colorful and delicious tacos I've had in quite some time. I'm Uh, like not not to you know not not to not to cater to the millennial and the Gen Z crowd, but I would say even the plating of everything is very Instagram worthy. Like it's for sure. It's beautiful stuff. Come really here, well done. Take a picture of the tacos. But then eat them. But don't like, just Instagram them. Like no, don't do that. I think you should like just eat them first in like your first time and coming order a and then round. yeah, order a second round or like come back. Like support local yeah. businesses, yeah. right? Yeah. Come back and do the Instagram thing. Like experience it full on first. Put the phone down, enjoy the flavors that they have to offer because I'll tell you, I really have not had a solid good taco like I've had here at South Summit. Seriously. No, it's, it's it's good. It's incredible. And to think that they opened up, you know, earlier this year and then we got hit with COVID yeah. to be able to come back and try it. And the I'm location's happy. great too. I mean, the, that's the nice point. You know, the, the great point about 
where they are too is this can be an easy like weeknight mm. swing down from the plaza for sure you're already in Waldo yep. come from Brookside come from Leewood come from you know Prairie Village like mm -hmm. this is an easy place to get to it's a great taco Tuesday destination yeah. already planning it my have to be a destination it's just visit. a yeah. great place to grab yeah you know grab and some tacos the local restaurants really need our help right now Absolutely. in business so definitely support local mm -hmm. Usually here on the show, we have a segment called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice, but trying to keep things a little positive. That's fair. So what do you say we read some good reviews? I love it. Yes. In a funny voice. Let's do it. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, Deja, who do you have there? So today, I am Laura F., and okay. she says... Delish, gourmet-style street tacos, lots of tequila and mezcal cocktail options. The dulce calor was the perfect mix of spicy and sweet. Also, fresh homemade chips and salsa. We ate on the small patio in the alley. The waiter wore a mask. We'll be back. Five stars. Oh, right? nice. How do I top that? Laura. Like, you that was like, not me. That was Laura. Wow, Laura. You Laura sounded F. like Jan Hooks from Pee-wee's Big Adventure when she's <laughs> giving the tour of the Alamo. You should. Yes. That was good. Okay, so now it's really your We're turn. in the alleyway, too. We, I was going to interrupt. Wore a mask. And I was like, let me just finish the review. That was great. Oh, thank you. Wow. I practice in the shower. <laughs> there, there is no way. My accents are terrible. I literally, so, I'm telling you, I practice in the shower. So this is BM says. BM. Mm. Which I assume is stands for British Maestro. Oh, I was going to so say bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That but well. we're in a classy establishment. I'm sorry, so, as he's delivering our drink. So this is British Maestro. <laughs> hello, hello, governor. <laughs> <laughs> great food, great service. They're all going to need a bigger space pretty soon. Because one, once people find out about this joint, they're always going to be packed five royal stars. Wow, royal stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BM. <laughs> oh, bowel movement. <laughs> That was actually really good. Oh, thank you. I got like pirate thank vibes you. too. It was it was a it was a it was a British pirate. Mm. Yeah. He turned against the crown in the Bahamas, Ooh, you know. He's got history. Kind of riffing off of the Hamilton thing. BM's got a yeah. history, honey. <laughs> he, does, he has a backstory. Oh, we love a good backstory. <laughs> Journalist, holler. Exactly. Well, guys, to recap, the place that we just reviewed, south of Summit, right off 75th Street in Waldo, right across from Waldo Bikes and the Hair and Yoga Place. <laughs> No relation. No relation. <laughs> if you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, please stop on by. You won't be disappointed. They have a, a little outdoor eating area. So if you don't feel like going inside, you can also get carry out. So uh, right next to Summit Grill, they're actually connected to Summit Grill. So check out South of Summit. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this break. Taco the town, taco the town. 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 Okay, this is Taco Topics. This is the in-depth taco questionnaire. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Deja and John, are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try. Let's try. <laughs> that intro kind of gave me anxiety. Like, are we ready to break this down? And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Question number one of 772. This is like the SAT of tacos. <laughs> I'm immediately panicked. Hey. What is the one thing you look for in a taco? First thing is the either the shell. Is it 
Like, what's it look like? Is it, does it have a nice, you know, is it bubbling a little bit if it's a soft taco? Like, you got to crunch a little bit, break a little piece off, kind of feel it. Mm. That's, that's because, you know, some people say it's all what's inside, but no, there's more. There's also the shell that matters and it, it helps. Like, is it going to all fall apart when you take the first bite or not, right? That's such a good point. You're like, like swaying me to feel like shells are... Like it's important. The most important. We get that part. a lot. We get shell is one of the most important things about a yeah. taco. We get I that a lot. For me, it's all about the flavor, baby. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, if I if I can't smell it, and I'm not like dancing in my chair when it comes out, I'm like, well, <laughs> we gonna be average today. But yeah, most times there's a good smell. But then when you like taste it, it's like, no, nah, it's not what I thought. But if it has a good smell and it's coming out and it's like popping and it looks like it has a good shell, you're in. We're in there. I want to see. I want to see this dancing in the chair. Oh, you'll see. Oh, look at that, margarita. Oh, margarita's Mm -hmm. here. Here we go. Mm -mm. Okay. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? I'm gonna go ahead and say soft shell, just because my my love for tacos is most definitely like street style tacos. Yep. Like the little baby ones that like don't even fill you up. You have to get like seventy. Yep. Those are the ones you want. Oh yeah. Exactly. Every time. I'm 100% soft taco because of the street taco, Mm -hmm. walk and eat, grab and go kind of taco life. You know. Taco life. Taco life. (laughs) Did you find? Was there a time in your life? Do you remember the exact moment you had your first authentic street taco? Oh. Mm -mm. And you're like, I'm not doing this dos hombres anymore. (laughs) I'm not doing this del taco business. Yeah. You know, it must have been probably uh, visiting family like as a late teenage years and stopped. I can't place the exact spot, but stopped somewhere in KCK in the dot, you know, the original dot and getting an actual like Al Pastor street taco. Mm. Take that first bite. That's also back to your flavor to, mm. to the first question, mm-hmm. not to go back to answer A of the first one. I love it. But to go back, if you can, if you can take a bite of a taco without any salsa mm-hmm. and it's still got flavor, That's you're you good know, to go. Then right? you can put it, you can add on, you can you grow, can you can evolve, you, you want, can do it. But you've got a but solid But you gotta have base. the flavor. Gosh, yeah. we're vibing that's, over that's here. Beautiful. This is that's the beautiful. taco of the town right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, hot or mild salsa? Hot. Or maybe just a little lime? All of it. Hot, just no cilantro. Spice, spice, spice with the cilantro for me. But I'm a spice guy. I'm a spice spice. guy. Yeah, I like it. It's which is rare. Midwest natives, you know, we we border. You know, our top hat is Iowa with just ranch. I mean, they put ranch on tacos (laughs) in Iowa, right? Like, it's all that. We're a mayonnaise culture around here. That being said, spice, spice, spice. Does Missouri think of Iowa as its hat? I just made that up. That's I, great. I, I love that. But it works. I love that. Right? Like, yeah. You know, it should, it should say on their license plate, Missouri's hat. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa. Kansas is the distended kidney of Missouri. <laughs> like, so let's sweet. go with that. Yeah. Why not? Right? Arkansas, like, Arkansas is Missouri's butt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You guys are too funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Pro cilantro or no cilantro? Deja Hell has a disgusted no. look on her face. Hell no. I think this is in keeping with, they say 50% of America like loves cilantro and 50% tastes, thinks it tastes like soap. Mm-hmm. The, I love cilantro, right. but I totally respect and understand because that's what it is. Yeah. I like, mean, like maybe it'll change in seven years, but it hasn't for the past 26. So not a cilantro, fan. it just, ta- it just, it's so powerful. This, the taste of the cilantro is so strong. It's very distracting one and two, 
It's just, it. I don't know if it tastes like soap, but it tastes like something that I don't it's like. Not good. Yeah. It's not good for you. Yeah. Okay, favorite side dish, chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac. What's your, what's your go-to side dish with tacos? I mean, can we argue that, like, it's all about the mood you're in? The what? The mood that you're in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said, like, margarine. Mm, I thought yeah, she said butter. mandarin. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm lost. What, did I hit my I head? Thought, yeah. I thought it was like a Phoenix thing. That Welcome to the psychological thriller part of the podcast where I throw you off it's with weird stuff. It's all about the mood you're in. Okay. Right. No. So, but like, it's all about your mood. So like, sometimes I'm down for chips and guac, but sometimes I'm like, nah, I want to save the guac for the taco or the whatever. I really don't know that one. You know, I don't view chips as a side. I view chips as the starter. Like right. that is the kicking off the party. That's the start the opening, of the flavor. The opening you know. act. Yeah. Okay, that's and, fair. And also, you know, guac, I would say, I love guac, love good guac. I make it at home. But also, I'm not a millionaire, so you can't always have guac <laughs> because it's expensive in these parts, you know? It is. It's expensive. Because you don't there, you don't see avocado trees in Missouri, right? Yeah. Like, not a lot of avocados. Um, I would say mine, dark horse, rice. Really good rice with mm. your taco can be oh, killer. Like Spanish rice? Like a good Spanish rice with some flavor in it, maybe a little chorizo rolled in, cooked in. Like, I mean, like, I respect that. Yeah, I just it's, can't. It's just basic. I know, yeah. it's starch, you know, it's its thing. But. Yeah. What even is this? This is the, I think this might be the machete quesadilla. It oh, looks okay. like it was cut yeah. with a machete. Yeah, so feel free. Uh, and this is the, um, the cheese dip. I just hope that Taco Bell guy isn't around with his yeah. machete. Yeah. I don't or know maybe which one he to got grab. hired here after he was He could have and, and invented this dish, which is looks amazing, actually. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm putting it on a plate, and I'm passing this okay, to Okay, we've got some machete quesadillas here. They're a specialty here at South of Summit. They look they delicious. Look great. I am pushing over the cilantro. Oh, we've got some, uh, we got some uh, guacamole here, too. It's true. Oh, wow. All right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? <laughs> Would you no. ever turn down tacos? Mm-mm. No, no, not no. once. Okay. Do you have any taco phobias or taco no-nos? Something that will turn you off from a taco? <sighs> oh, Deja, I know it's the cilantro. No, I mean, yeah, if it was like filled with cilantro, I mean, that's the, that's the good thing about street tacos is because usually you do have your, you know, cilantro and onion. It's all but on it's the side. So, but like, it's yeah. either on the side or it's so easy to just brush it off. Yeah. As long as it's not like, intermixed with the meat in and it. the yeah, yeah and then they just top it with like overpowering cilantro then I'm good I can just brush it off I'm not like that picky I just okay. don't like it you know my my only phobia it has nothing to do with actual legit tacos it has to do with with uh, my fear of the smell of those giant taco costumes the foam <laughs> like taco costumes <laughs> I worry about that that Putting one of those on would like smell really bad and yeah. would, would, would taint the glory that is the taco. <laughs> like. Totally, I, I totally see where you're coming from on that. Yeah, I'm I'm that way with most foam mascot suits. Uh, yeah, I mean, now that being said, I'll go back to the Royals. You know, like I love the Nationals and they have the race of the presidents. Right. You know those big head presidents. Yeah. Like I love mm -hmm. the Nationals park. You know, and and the, and the Royals do their thing with the ketchup and mustard, which I'm not a I'm not a hot dog fan. So glad this isn't, you know, hot dog right. the town because not a, not a hot dog fan. Love tacos. That's okay. I do think that taco races at Kaufman would be... Epic, epic. right? With like, and could you imagine the roar, like when there are actual people versus just cardboard cutouts, <laughs> when there are people again, 
Like that's a great idea. Section 128, just one taco. Sponsored mm, by mm, Spanish mm. Gardens Taco Sponsored, Sauce. Sponsored absolutely. Or Manny's, you know. Or Manny's or any of them. It's you guys are really onto something. I'm over here shoving my face, and you guys are like building creative <laughs> ideas. We're, we're building the brand. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys are making it all happen. Um, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think you get <laughs> the diverse. Wow. My goodness. Oh wow. my goodness. That looks amazing. What is this? Wow. You're kidding me. That's incredible looking. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Oh, very nice. Wow. Um, what, was no, that, I, what was that called again? Uh, Tayuda? Tayuda? Yeah. That looks great. It does look great. We've got a Mexican and pizza it's, here. And it's massive. It's like the size Happy of, hour of Mexican a hubcap pizza. over here with a lot of okay, meat on Lambert's. it. Okay, Lambert's. Lambert's. Hubcaps and throat rolls. Mm. Um, no, I, I, the thing I like, not, not to belabor the Taco Town point right. of Kansas City, but I would say, you know, we grew much like barbecue. Yeah, we, that's totally fair. We grew out of this sort of kind of basic, you know, basic, simple taco kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then much like barbecue and why we're the greatest barbecue city in the world, we took everybody's idea. We took the Carolina style and the mm -hmm. Texas style and everything and just made it our own. That's kind of what Kansas City has done with tacos, I think. Like you've got, we yeah. take this, the traditional Mexican, we take the Tex-Mix, we take like a little bit of everything and kind of just shove it all I together totally and create our own. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree. I think yeah. that makes so much sense because I have had different tacos throughout Kansas City. Yeah. You know, you do like Mission. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. then you go over to the KCK side with yep. like the authentic, authentic tacos. Stuff. And yep. I've tasted all of it and like, I wouldn't say like it's bad when I went out, you know, there's no like bad taco. Just but a like, lot of different tacos. Yeah, just different flavors. And different. I mean, obviously it's all about preference, so. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I actually have different preferences based on like what I'm in the mood for. Totally, like, no, yeah, 100%. I can't stop staring at like this Mexican pizza. I don't even know what to do with myself because this machete. Isn't it amazing? It's this excellent. Is this machete super. thing. Machete quesadilla. Yeah. It's so good. Seriously, it's amazing. Can't wait to try some of this Mexican mm. pizza, and too. It's so big. We're just inviting all the neighbors over. To, Everybody to have just some come more. over. <laughs> Eat it. Who are you? We don't care. Try this. Okay, I'm totally um, putting salsa on this, too. This is the speed round. Speed round. These are yay or nay questions. I just want to know yay or nay on these. These are different taco types. Okay. You guys ready? I think so. All right. Here goes. Taco pizza. Yay. Oh, no, nay. Yeah, no, nay. nay. Nay usually, yeah. Taco, taco salad. Yay. Yay. Taco burgers. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. No, nay. Choco tacos. Ew, no. Sure. Yes. Yes. I don't like chocolate. It's choco. You don't like oh, chocolate? You don't like chocolate? I know. Oh. I'm so weird. It's got ice cream in it though. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> dogs dressed like tacos. Yes. Yes. Yay. Breakfast tacos. Yay. 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 Taquitos. Yay. Yay. Walking tacos. Yay. Nay. That's not a real taco. Oh. Is it? It's, it's I don't not even know what's really, happening. I think I just panicked. <laughs> Again, it depends on what you put in it, like how you do it. Anyway. I kind of just panicked and said no. Just, yeah, just said no. Ah, <laughs> no. Miniature tiny tacos, like from 7-Eleven or from the freezer? Nay. Or, um, not the 7-Eleven, no. But I would say if they're Jack good, in the Box, Jack has, in the box has a little like, mini If they're babies. good and there's a bunch of them, like I don't want to be left disappointed. Like, that was an excellent taco, but it was an ounce of a taco. Mm. Like, not good. And sometimes there's only the meat inside of yeah, it. Yeah, which... Yeah. We're just going to go with nay yeah. overall. 
Too much risk. Yeah. Associated. Too much, <laughs> reward. A naked chicken chalupa taco from Taco Bell? Nay. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, the fried egg breakfast taco from Taco Bell? Um, Nay. Absolutely not. I, what, who even said that? Yeah, unknown. Who even came up with that? Unknown. So, no, I've never, <laughs> never take had that it. off the menu. Which yeah, I what? Have. How could. How, Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese instead of chips and salsa. Nay. I gotta go nay. Yeah. Okay. Not traditional. Not not traditional. They don't go together, do they? <laughs> they French fries just really don't go with tacos. No. They just don't. They're just trying too hard to appeal to like yeah. the customer. What about a burrito that has French fries in it? Mm-hmm. Yay. Fan of that? Yay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We don't talk about burritos on the show, but yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a big one, guys. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way? To get some tacos. Maybe you're listening to it as you're driving home with the tacos, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's hard. You know, a traditional for me, and it's not what I'd usually listen to, but it's the first thing that popped in my head is Eye of the Tiger. Because I'm focused on, if, if, especially if I'm getting takeout. Like, <laughs> if I have that in the bag one. and it's in the passenger seat and I'm headed home to eat them, I'm focused <laughs> on what's in that taco. Like, what is in that bag of tacos? Nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a fierce one. I don't know what popped into my head. I don't know. I, I thought of that song. It's like, I got a packet, got a packet. I go with that too. Like, I, like I'm, I'm down with that so too. Who sees that? I have. <laughs> some some listeners going to be like, I'm screaming the name right now. Yeah, but I don't even know. Is that like an early 2000s, late 90s song? I yeah, it's a pocket, a two, th- okay. yeah. And it's on that movie, Easy A, and she like listens yes, to the card yes. and she's like, I got it, yeah. I got it. <laughs> oh, it's like so annoying. It gets stuck in your head and you're like, I got a packet of it. But yeah, I just think like maybe one. like Taco Bliss, I'd be like, yeah, I got a pack of sunshine on the way to eat. There it is. Right? Nice. There it is. That's good. Yeah. You, you could just, you could, I, I make up lyrics in the car too. Oh, me too. All I the make time. up lyrics all the time. So you could be, I got a taco full of sunshine. Oh, like, easy. Easy. Easy change. Yep. I love that. Remix dropping soon. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> I'm cutting into this. All right. This is the uh, random taco question of the week. You guys just want to give me a, uh, a number, and I'll read the ta- random taco question of the week. I'm going to go with my, uh, let's, let's go with five. Okay, this, this is a kind of heavy one. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. Tacos are very hip right now, kind of like bacon. Tacos have become a cultural and religious icon in America. Ten years from now, what food or snack do you see on the horizon that will rise from obscurity and get entrenched into the zeitgeist? The way tacos have. But it's going to rise from obscurity. Wow. Because, I mean, wow. yeah. That's a, that is a deep question. To, to <laughs> How are you even going to tackle this? fill the zeitgeist of America in the next decade. <laughs> That's a big ask of any food stuff, which, which tacos have held that for many, many years now. Um, I don't see tacos relinquishing the throne. Me either, yeah. But I could see them being joined by, like, some... You know, let's go with gazpacho. I think gazpacho <laughs> is going to rise out of chilled soup obscurity and take <laughs> over in the next decade. There'll be gazpacho drive-throughs and stuff like that. Like I think you'll have gazpacho drive-throughs. People will be asking questions about like, do you like walking gazpacho oh my- or not? 
cilantro and cilantro in your gazpacho. <laughs> Heck no. I, and I also, I, I also just love saying gazpacho. Yeah, yeah. I think like, it's more of a I fun actually, word. I actually <laughs> say gazpacho mas macho because I, I just, I love saying gazpacho. It works so well with so many things. There'll be like weekend gazpacho festivals. Weekend gazpacho uh, festivals. Yeah, people all have yeah, the gazpacho I, shirts. Oh my gosh. There will be like whatever, I don't know what you would call it, Gaspache. It would be like Chipotle, but for Gaspacho. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're going, folks. <laughs> Ten years from you now. You heard it now. You heard it right here. here. You gotta get paid if that happens. <laughs> because never would I ever Gaspacho. That's like telling probably you. if you were like think of the most random thing in the world, I would have said Gaspacho. <laughs> There it is. There it is. I love it. Which means, which means it's fait complete. Like fait complete. It's going to happen oh. now. We said it. Now it's in I'm the like, universe. I'm tripping. You put it out there. <laughs> I'm over it. It's going. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> On Taco of the Town, Gaspacho of the Town, coming soon. Well, guys, um, man, we ate a lot of delicious food at South of Summit, but Stuffed. I think our time is coming to an end. Uh, nap Deja. time is, is nap, arriving nap soon. Time. I know. It's almost my bedtime, right? Um, <laughs> Deja and John, anything you want to uh, promote or, or where, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Deja, John, Deja, you want to go, go first? Go, go, go. All right. So if you got to be guys, up early. Yeah, so go. I've got to be up early. <laughs> but, you know, you guys can catch me in the mornings from 5 a.m. until 8 a.m., Five to six on KSHB 41 Action News. I'm the traffic anchor. So all things traffic, Woo-hoo. getting you around town, making sure that you have a safe commute in the mornings. And then also we are tuning over on 38th Spot at 7. So it goes from 7 to 8 over on 38th Spot. So you can catch me there as well. I do have a Twitter. It's Deja Jones KSHB. And that's spelled D-A-I-S-H-A, not D-E-J-A, like some people might think. And it's Deja, like Deja Vu. And my Instagram is underscore D-A-I, so day, that's my nickname, Jones, J-O-N-E-S. And One Tank Trips are on every Friday, uh, right? One Tank Trips, yes. One Tank Trips on every Friday for the foreseeable future, sponsored by Quick Trip. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions, please send them to me on social media, DM me. I'm always up for new adventures. Awesome. Yeah. John, what about so, you? Yeah, so uh, I am at Port KC, so... Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, just Port KC, Port of KC. Uh, that's not me, but I, I, I watch it. Keep an eye <laughs> on what we're doing at, at Berkeley Park, what we're doing at the riverfront, what we're doing with jobs and, and housing and equity in Kansas City, all of the great things. Uh, if you want to engage with me, very active on Twitter at Rock Hill Strat, uh, and, um, or Instagram, just John Stevens KC. Um, try to share a lot about running between tacos and uh, just just a lot about Kansas City, Kansas City fun, Kansas City stories. So be sure to check us out and uh, ask questions and uh, jump on and engage in the conversations about the future of Kansas City. Awesome. And you're going to be working on the taco barge and the taco gun. Absolutely working on the taco gun. Already already have a team working on okay, schematics great. for the taco gun. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Thank thanks you for talking so tacos with me. Thank oh, you. This was, so was awesome. Fun. Thank you. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to Matt Allen, Chris Garibaldi, and the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos. tacos.